You're listening to the Heart Healer Radio Network, your guide to creating consciously. We welcome you with an open heart and soul intention to provide you with heart-centered wisdom to support your amazing life's journey with information about holistic approaches to healing and resources for you to create your ideal life. From vibrant health and nurturing relationships to financial abundance and joy-filled service, discover your soul purpose and experience the fullness of life on the Heart Healer Radio Network. It's our joy to serve you. Thank you for listening to the Heart Healer Radio Network. Welcome to Live with Eileen Gottlieb, the Heart Healer. For the next hour, Eileen will share spiritual insights, heart-centered wisdom, and offer free intuitive readings to help you with personal and professional struggles and issues. Phone lines are open now, so call to get in queue at 619-924-9726. That's 619-924-9726. Call now to speak with your guide to Conscious Heart Connection. And now your host, Eileen Gottlieb, the Heart Healer. And good evening, everyone, and welcome. Happy Sunday. I hope that wherever you are in the world that it's not as dreary as it has been all day here in South Florida. We have had everything from a little bit of sunshine to torrential downpours to cloudiness to drizzles. It's the kind of day that all you want to do is stay in bed, watch an old movie, read a good book. No time today for that. So hopefully somebody else had time to do that. (laughs) Anyway, so welcome. I'm Eileen, your host, affectionately known as the Heart Healer. And we gather here every Sunday at 7 o'clock Eastern time and share some spiritual wisdom and offer live readings on air. So for those of you in the queue, be thoughtful about what question you'd like to ask. Don't worry about how you language it. We'll work on that together to see about getting the most valuable information for you that we can at this time. And so when we begin the show, we talk about, I'm always guided to to share something of wisdom with everyone. And I never know what I'm going to talk about until I get going. And I was thinking before the show, you know, and asking, what shall we share tonight? And oftentimes I'm guided to share from my own life experiences um, what's going on. And what's going on is the emotion of fear is up. <laughs> you know, I don't know how else to say it on the air that's, that's, um, less than clever. Fear is an emotion that can stop us in our tracks. It's a protective emotion on some levels, but it's downright annoying and irritating and, and um, immobilizing depending upon its magnitude. So I'm having some dental surgery tomorrow morning. And this has been a process that has been uh, going on for like two weeks now. It's nothing that I'm going to go into details for because you certainly do not want to hear the details. All I can tell you is due to childhood traumatic experiences involving dentists, anytime I go to the dentist, no matter what kind it is, it is a walk down fear lane, shall we say. And I have done everything and anything that I know of to clear this. And I've accepted the fact that whenever whatever's there is ready to be cleared, God bless me, it will get cleared, but it's not cleared yet. And so 
I thought we could chat about what do we do when fear really creates behaviors in ourselves and and energetically drains us and feels absolutely horrible. What do we do? What tools do we use? You know? And so I have so many of them and yet they I I, I I beg to to wonder, actually, I don't beg to wonder, I don't want to wonder what it would be like or what the last couple of weeks would have been like if I didn't have any tools because it was hard enough with the tools, right? It's, you know, going for consults with people you don't know. It's hard enough when you go into an office where you know the people, you know, and it's it was an interesting dynamic as I observed some of my behaviors that I was less than joyful to be experiencing, you know, being very short tempered, being very um, angry. Angry is probably a really good word for a lot of what I was feeling. And I know clear, clearly that anger is an expression of fear and couldn't stop it. You know, could modify the expression of it, but boy, as soon as I got on my own by myself, it was like I needed to have um, a personal rant just to get through the emotions because it was so uncomfortable. You know, doing the Ho'oponopono certainly helped momentarily, but because this issue is an unresolved issue for me, it helped up to a point. But do you know what really shifted everything? For me, because of the situation, having so many questions, not knowing what to do, not knowing who to do it with, um, all the unknowns, which is what fear is anyway. It's about the unknown. It's not knowing what's coming, what's next. And, and so we're living in the future, not knowing, because it's not here yet, and all of that anxiety, all of that tension is truly all about the not knowing. And when we're in the future or when we're in the past, we have no power. And so how do we feel? We feel powerless. And when we feel powerless, it only builds that, that amount of fear that we're experiencing. So the only thing that we can do is do our best as quickly as we can to come to resolution for the parts of what brings fear up for us that we can so that we can be in the present moment the best that we can, which is the only place that we have any power, right? And our power is choice. So it wasn't until Friday when I was finally able to make a decision about what I was going to do and had a date knew who it was going to be with, knew what I was going to have done, that I was able to let go of the fear and surrender to the process and trusting and knowing that whatever happens is going to happen now. And I can still be in fear if I choose to be, but I choose not to be. Tomorrow's another day. You know, tomorrow will be another story. I will do my best to take all my tools with me and, and ask for what I need so that I feel empowered in the process. I'm blessed to have a very dear spiritual sister driving me who I know will be available to do healing work on me from the other room. And I trust and know that that will feel wonderful for me. And so we each have to find for each of ourselves what it is that will make a situation feel safe to us, feel more comfortable, help us to feel more empowered, you know? Making choices rather than having the unknown choice um, on the table certainly helps tremendously. And so breath is an incredibly important tool. Breathing into and out of the heart center helps us bring ourselves into the moment and it's in the moment to me that's our superhuman power being in the moment 
and, and having the awareness of whatever we're experiencing so that we can choose who we're being in the experience. That's our superpower, everybody. You know, it's, it's not about the plan. It's not about anything else. It's truly about being in the moment and choosing who we are being. When we lose that choice, that conscious choice, everything feels like it's just happening to us. And so it brings up that feeling of being a victim and it feels horrible, doesn't it? And we're truly not victims. We're creating everything. I don't love that I created this, let me tell you. But we don't create consciously all the time. We create 99.99% of what we experience unconsciously. So what's up with that? You know, we set all these expectations based upon the understanding, erroneously so, that we're creating everything. Well, we are, but we're just not doing it consciously. That's why the Ho'oponopono prayer is so incredibly powerful, because it speaks to what's being created unconsciously, which is 99.99% of all of it. Everything that we experience in this realm is cause and effect. We don't know the causes, 99% of it, we experience the effect. And sometimes that feels wonderful, and sometimes it feels horrible, right? I, I know you're going to agree with this because it's just very human. So using the Ho'oponopono prayer to clear whatever we can, being able to utilize whatever tools speak to each of us to keep us in the moment so that we can be aware of what we're feeling, what we're thinking, what we're experiencing, and know that we get to choose how we're being in it. Now, I'm not so proud to say that I was not a very pleasant person during some of the being in it in the last two weeks. I find customer service, the way people treat other people, when that doesn't happen, it's a button pusher for me. I don't know what the underlying cause for that one is, but to me, kindness and consideration is is a solution to most of what ails us and would have made this experience so much easier for me because so much of what I was reacting to was how poorly I was being treated. And there was a lesson in that as well. People just don't know how oftentimes to be kind. They get really busy there's an energy in the business that they're a part of that that's what it fosters. Being an entrepreneur and a, and a business owner, to me, how we speak to people is so important, you know? And being a nurse, I've, I've been involved with the healthcare system, both the allopathic as well as the complementary or holistic world for 50 years. That's a long time. And I will tell you, I was also a nurse legal assistant, and 99% of the time when a healthcare practitioner has been sued, it is because someone had an attitude. And rather than addressing with kindness where a patient or a person was coming from, they didn't. And so if there was a bad outcome or an unfortunate experience, the likelihood of a suit was much higher. So being in fear, being in the energy of feeling disempowered, we become reactive. And so we want to be very conscious of the experiences that we're in, what we're feeling, and do our best to be responsive rather than reactive. The adult part of us knows exactly what we need. It's the child in us that's suffering and that reacts. And that's an important part of being human that I think is important for each of us to remember. It's not us that's reacting. It's the wounded child in us that is. 
and we all have them. Some of us have many of them of different ages. And it's hard to bring them all into our hearts at the same time and make sure that they're comfortable and peaceful and hoping that they are feeling safe. But when we're not feeling safe as adults, something's up with something that's being triggered from childhood. And that doesn't mean that anybody was good, bad, right, wrong. It just means that it's an experience that triggers us. You know, that this was part of the journey of being human. So breathing into the heart center is a real important tool. And doing the Ho'oponopono, the I love you, I'm sorry, please forgive me and thank you, or just I love you, or just thank you, I think are very powerful tools. I also find that using my essential oils is another layer of support. You know, I'm a young living person. uh, That's the name of the company. And I love valor for addressing fear. Everything helps to some degree. So valor is one of those oils that helps. You think of what the name of it is, valor, courage. It helps us to face the things in life that are challenging. Whether we're, you know, as a child, we have to do a presentation or as an adult, we're doing a presentation in business or we're going to an event that we're feeling a little edgy or nervous about. Valor is a wonderful essential oil blend. I love it. Some people like the, um, the aroma of lavender to help them with their stress levels, to help them be calmer. Um, to create a relaxed environment in the house to help them sleep. I don't love using lavender for events because I find from so many years of working with the oils that some people either love it or they don't. And so I would only use citruses or something like a conifer tree if I'm putting an oil out um, during an event. Citruses tend to be happy oils. They're mood elevators. They make us feel good. They're very inexpensive. And most people are happy with an orange or a lemon or a grapefruit oil on a diffuser. And so if we're finding that we're personally feeling stressed, this is a, these are great oils to put on the diffuser to help us to minimize some of the stress that we're experiencing from fear. So some thoughts to consider. There are many, many other ones. So if you're ever interested in learning about essential oils, by all means, please reach out to me. I do love to share. All right. Let me see what else I want to share with you tonight before we get started with our first reading. Um, Hmm. Oh, okay. So, so I want to just remind you, if you're new to the show, I offer not only this show on a weekly basis, every Sunday night at 7 p.m. However, I also offer uh, a new moon clearing call. And I offer that once a month, um, one call for entrepreneurs with a focus on the, the unique needs of the entrepreneur, because that is, um, I serve a lot of entrepreneurs in my business. And um, then there is also a call that is a general call for anyone that doesn't want a business focus. And I've been doing these calls for, I want to say, three or four years, and I really do love doing them. We do them on the new moon. They're called a new moon clearing uh, process. And I offer a process that's voice guided to help clear out the energy that serves our highest good to release. So that we have a lot more lightness of being and clarity to sit down and write our intentions for the next lunar cycle, which is what the new moon is all about. And so the calls coming up this month in August are the entrepreneur call is Friday, August 23. And the general new moon call is Monday, August 26. And they are both at 12 p.m. Eastern time. They are recorded. If you cannot make it at 12 p.m. Eastern, just register if you've never registered before, and you will automatically get the replay link to listen to. And I set these calls up in enough time so that you can repeat this experience, the clearing process, as many times as you want 
with a general focus or specific issues that you want to, you know, clear energy on until the day of the new moon. Midnight on the day of the new moon, which is going to be August 30th this month, you'll have the availability of listening to this replay as many times as is your heart's desire. It is my gift, and I hope that you enjoy it. So if you've never registered before and you would like to, all you have to do is go to my website at Eileen, I-L-E-N-E, thehearthealer.com forward slash events. The event calendar will come up. Click on the 23rd or the 26th, whichever one you want to do, or both. They're both a gift. Um, and register, and you will get uh, reminders for the call-in information each month and the, the link to the replay. It is my joy to serve you in this way. All right, let me see if there's anything else that I feel like I need to share with you as I breathe into and out of my heart center. I think that's it. Well, I guess the one other thing is if you are living in South Florida, Southern Palm Beach County, or Broward or Miami-Dade County, I am offering another introduction to Ho'oponopono workshop. It's a beautiful three-hour workshop, and this one's going to be South County. We're going to be at Zen Mystery. That is the most wonderful, sweet place with a vegan cafe with the food that is the most delicious food. Oh, my goddess. Dennis Zukanov is the proprietor, and it's just such a very lovely space. So come join me Saturday, August 17th from 3 to 6 p.m. at Zen Mystery in Dania, Florida. We do have a Facebook event up, and you can always follow me on Facebook, and I will be posting there as well. Or if you get into my, um, if you hop into my list server by opting in on my website, you'll get reminders about it there. So, all right, enough said. So we are blessed to have RJ with us tonight. I'm so excited. RJ, come on on. Well, good evening, Eileen. How are you? I'm great, RJ. Thank you. Good evening to you. I'm so happy to hear your voice tonight. It's nice to have you with us. Well, it's always good to hear your voice because that's what I do is listen. But uh, I'm glad to be here as well. Thank you. Very grateful. Very grateful. So you said you were taking photographs of dogs today? Uh, Yes. um, Our... My lady Donna and I share a love for our golden retriever. We Ooh. we got Mama is uh, seven years old now, and when she was five, uh-huh. she delivered quite uniquely on her birthday ten puppies. That was two years. Oh my goddess, now. that's a lot of puppies. So you know, we we transacted uh, several of them because certainly weren't planning on keeping all of them, but. Um, <laughs> We we have uh, three, four beautiful puppies that we keep with her. So mm. um, I take a lot of pictures of them and you know do some things to show them off. And I'm helping Donna create a, a Facebook page and something on uh, Instagram about the dogs. Oh, so that's, nice! That's my task. Goldens are just the sweetest creatures. They really are. They and think you may they're have heard him barking. <laughs> have <Yes>, I? <laughs> <laughs> you may have heard him barking earlier tonight when uh, we were talking, but uh, he's nice and quiet on the floor right now. He's a two-year-old, oh, seven-pound puppy. <laughs> that's wonderful. They are. They're just the sweetest animals. Well, thank you for being here tonight, RJ. Where are we off to for our first reading? We're going to go to Philadelphia and speak with Donna. All right. Donna, good evening and welcome to the show. Hello. Thank you for having me. Um, I wanted to ask a, a question. Um, it's, it's about uh, my love life question. Okay. Um, um, okay. Um, 
it's a long story, but the bottom line is um, someone I was in a relationship with, he's he's now, um, we were split up for a while, but he's a truck driver, and I don't see him that much. And I would just like to know, do you see why he isn't calling me that much? Is he just not interested anymore, or is it? Is it um, his his new job makes it kind of difficult? So are you currently split up? Am I understanding you correctly? Or you're back um, together no. again? We Yes, we were back together again. And, you know, when we met up with each other, we, we do like maybe once a month, if that, um, because he goes to Army duty around my way. And... Uh, we don't really talk too much. I only saw him, you know, twice because this is kind of all new, so I haven't really had a chance to talk to him. Mm-hmm. And he's mm-hmm. kind of dis- distant. But he said, you know, mm-hmm. we'll take a slow and see what happens. I was just curious if he's being sincere about that or. Mm. Can you share with me his first name, Donna? Is that comfortable for you? Argan. It's Argan. Say again. E-R-G-I-N. Okay. Argan. Okay. All right. So just go ahead and breathe into your heart center for me, and let's see what we can connect with. Asking for any and all information on behalf of Donna regarding her relationship with Ergen. What information can I share with you? I, I think that he's being sincere, as sincere as he can be. Um, I think he's treading lightly and, and going slow, I think it's appropriate for both of you under the circumstances. And I would invite you to allow for that. I would not, as long as this is not a committed relationship, I would not put all your eggs in this one basket, Donna. Does that make sense to you so far? Um, yes, it, it, meaning like he's, he's, it doesn't look too good of an outcome. No, it's not about whether it's a good outcome or not. I, I can't see that. What I can see is though, that there is a need for, um, treading lightly, going slowly because there's a trust issue that's, that's challenged here on both your parts. And as much as I believe that he's what he's told you is, is his truth. I would not count on this relationship um, going quickly in any one direction. And if you're looking for a divine romantic relationship, then I would invite you to keep your options open. That make yeah, sense so, to you? Someone, someone had told me that um, that's what he was doing, keeping his options open. And it's, I, I think, I mean, we had a fabulous relationship one time. At one, at one time, we have everything in common. And mm-hmm. I mean, I know on my part, it, it could go very, very, very well. Like, I'm so ready for a committed relationship. And yes, but he isn't. But he isn't. Right. I think there's there's him? a lot of trust that's challenged here, as I said. And I don't know that it's he's keeping his options open. I think it's wise that you both do. I think it's wise that you both do because this is not determined in what direction it's going to go yet. And I would not put all your eggs in this relationship. I would leave your options open. And I would look for someone that's more available that meets all the requirements that you have for a divine romantic relationship. Oh, okay. And if do you this, see that, does he, I'm, I'm sorry, do you see that, does he have someone or does he have other options? I don't have that information available to me, Donna. That's not coming up. The only thing that's coming okay. up for me as I'm connecting in with the energy of this relationship is that that it serves you to move on. 
if something's going to develop with this, it's going to develop very slowly and not not in the near future. And I just oh, okay. I just feel like you'd be waiting and waiting and waiting and then wondering. And the truth is that there are other people out there for you. If you were open to it. Does that make sense? He, yes, I, 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 I guess he's, I, I, he, he's leery of me, or I, I don't, I'm not understanding because we were getting along really good. I, I don't know what happened, and so I don't I, think that I, it's I'm about being leery or or anything like that. I think that he is is going to leave his options open and I think he's going to go really, really slow with this. And it's going to get to a point, Donna, where it's going to go so slowly like it already is where you're going to keep asking, is he, is he meaning what he's going to say? Is he meaning what he's saying? You know, is he, is he committed to this? And, and the answer is that there isn't anything right now. It's very much up in the air for both of you. Because uh, for me, it's that it's what I want. It's definitely what I want, but not if he he's going to be like this. I, I think I I don't know. It, it's mostly him. I I, I feel it, it doesn't matter. The bottom line is, it's not happening today. Right. And this is what it's going to feel like for you if you stay with this. So you have to decide. This is not about him. This is about you. Right. You I have, have, you have like... the power of choice here, Donna. You have the power of choice. And right. my best so... suggestion is to move on. Okay. But so to you. Next, week, next week he will probably call me. To, to come and see him and, and I will, and I don't know what to do. I, I guess I'm going to have to if you want, say no. If you want to share time with him, then you go. But if you're looking for a commitment to a long-term relationship, it doesn't feel like it's happening right now, but that's up to you. You still get to choose. Don't rely no. upon someone like me to, to, for your choices. If in your heart it feels like this is what you want to do, then do it. But it doesn't feel right. like you're asking me what my feeling is. My feeling is it does not feel like there's a future to this relationship anytime in the near future. Right. I'll just have to talk to him and tell him I'm ready for something with a, a commitment. And if it, this isn't going to be, then we have to move on. That's probably what That's I'll That's another option. That's certainly an option that puts everything on the table for sure. Okay. All right. Thank you. You're welcome, Donna. You're very welcome. Have a good rest of your evening and thanks so much for calling. You too. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Blessings. All right, RJ, where are we off to tonight? Well, a little further northeast from Philadelphia and visit with Lisa. New okay. Okay. Good evening, Lisa. Welcome to the show. Hey, how are you, Eileen? Doing really well. How can we be of service yeah. tonight? Okay, just to say that I talked to you maybe about seven, eight months ago, so I talked to you a while back. Okay. Okay, so just wanted to see, okay, so I am intuitive myself. Okay. I see a nice guy coming around me. I stay away from low energy people. That's not going to happen. Period. So um, I see a nice guy coming toward my future, but I also see his mother. So I'm not too <laughs> sure <laughs> what that is about. <laughs> That's funny. The way you're saying it, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to minimize it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. So if you're into if you're intuitive, then then you probably already have a sense of what that means to you, right? But oh, I will connect God. in. Let's see what we got. So this is a person that is not there yet. It's someone that's coming, 
And you're sensing Possibly, both yes. this person as well as their mother coming through the energy yes. to you, correct? Yes. Okay. Okay. So, <clears throat> all righty. Give me a second. Just breathe into your heart for me, Lisa. Okay. <clears throat> mm. So this is going to be an interesting experience. Um, this is actually a guy that I think is nicely matched for you. Uh-huh. And the reason why the mother's energy comes in is because he's very connected to his mother. Big surprise. Um, oh, my gosh. Okay. Okay. And, and, that, and that may create a bit of a challenge. But the question is, what challenge? Mm-hmm. There's nothing wrong with um, children being close to their parents. Mm-hmm. Um, how that impacts their relationship with other people is about how balanced they are in that relationship. And for right now, there's not, not a lot of balance in it. I think that the mom has um, has had over the recent five years or so great need, and and her son has been accepting the responsibility for um, fulfilling those needs, and so mm-hmm. it has made them very close. And so the idea of bringing another person into the dynamic of their relationship is going to feel invasive to her. Um, oh, okay. And, and so, and so the, the beauty of this is that should this relationship actually show up, which I have a feeling it might, um, mm-hmm. one thing that you might consider doing to mitigate this issue from the outset is to do the Ho'oponopono prayer for it. And, and okay. the way that I would invite you to language it is um, to whatever memory or data is in me that is the source of suffering for any person that is a possible divine romantic partnership for me that I am to atone for. I love you. I'm sorry. Please forgive me and thank you. And basically what that will do is, which is what this prayer does, it literally clears the energy from you that Uh will create charges, issues in your relationships with other people. Uh And you can add to that and to their parents. Okay. Oh, I see. So, so whatever to whatever memory or data is in me that is the source of suffering or challenge for any future divine romantic partnership and their parents, parents that I am to atone for. I love you. I'm sorry. Okay. Please forgive me. And thank you. Or just I love you. Or just thank you. Because then what you're doing is you're clearing whatever is attracting it. Mm-hmm. Right? Whatever part of it in you is the cause for it. And it may allow the possibility of you coming into this potential relationship with a bit more clear energy. Okay, I see. The languaging of this is also appropriate for pretty much anything that hasn't happened yet. So let's say you're doing a presentation or you're going out to dinner with a friend or you're going on a date with someone you don't know. And you want to just kind of clear the energy before you actually get there. This Mm -hmm. is how you would language it. It's very powerful. You can do it for the building, all that is in the building, the earth beneath the building. If you're going someplace specific, if you're doing a shop, if you're doing a presentation, it doesn't matter what it is. Taking a vacation. I need one. Because... (laughs) Because we we attract everything. We co-create everything. Mm-hmm. We just don't do it yeah. consciously. So this is a way mm-hmm. to mitigate some of that energy, you know, so that what we're actually creating 
is more in alignment with the joyful experience that we ideally would love to have. Make sense? It makes a lot of sense. Sounds good. All right. Well, I wish you much luck with it, Lisa. Take your time with it. It, okay. And you can apply that to pretty much anything. But I really feel okay. like this person, you have a lot in common with him. And, oh, okay. and there seems to be compatibility there that, that's comfortable. But for the okay. mother. But for yes. the mother. <laughs> exactly. So I think it's interesting that, you, that, that they gave you that information. I think it's actually very lovely mm-hmm. that you received it and, and that you um, received it consciously. And now you can address it consciously in a good way, peaceful way, loving way. Okay, I will. All right. All right, sweet so lady. I'll let Thank you, know you so I much. I, I would look forward to that. Thank you. <laughs> okay, thank you. Bye-bye. You're welcome, honey. Have a good rest of your night, and thanks for calling. You too. Thank you. All right, RJ, where are we off to? We're going to a neighboring state of yours, Georgia, and speak with Melvin. Melvin, good evening. Melvin, sweet man, can you hear me? Oh, Melvin, I can't hear you, honey. Are you there? Melvin. Oh, RJ. Well, I, I hear his phone off hook, but he's not on the I line, know. So. I know. We'll put him and back we know Melvin. Melvin calls into the show. He hasn't called in in a while. I do remember well, him calling, yes. Yes, yes. Yes, yes. He's called in for the last couple of years. He's a very sweet man. Um, well, and I see that things are quiet in the queue. So They are. They are. So I'm just going to chat with you for a couple of minutes. How's that? We can do that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually very excited that I started teaching again. And um, I don't know if I shared that with you. I started teaching the Ho'oponopono process in a workshop format. Well, I heard and you it, talk about it on this episode. And yeah. I, I, I was, you're talking about doing it. Uh, real time, live in front of people. That's a great thing. Indeed, indeed. It's been a while since I've done live workshops, and I love I love doing them. I love teaching, and we actually uh, the first one that we did in June here um, in South Florida. Um, I also did as a fundraiser, uh, partial fundraiser for my favorite nonprofit, which is Healing Touch Buddies. Um, Betty Ann Baker is the executive director and founder for Healing Touch Buddies, and the organization provides training for people like me that that are facilitators of healing using energy uh, techniques like Healing Touch, like Reiki, like um, Barbara Brennan techniques or Barbara Eden work. A lot of a lot of different types of energy modalities, and and we serve newly diagnosed breast cancer clients in our community. Um, we are in Miami Dade, Broward, Palm Beach, and Martin counties. So that's a big chunk of South Florida, and we've trained a lot awesome. of volunteers over the years. And people volunteer their time to offer healing sessions for up to a year to assist these people in moving through the diagnosis and treatment process. It's really amazing. It's, it's very wonderful, awesome. Betty, yes. it is. Betty Ann actually is a breast cancer survivor. And when she was going through the healing touch program, that's when she was diagnosed. And, and it was one of those things where it was when all was said and done, she said, how do people do this without having energetic support? And so the organization was created, and that was 15 years ago that we started. 
So I've been involved as an advisor to the board, as a board member, as a volunteer, um, as someone who just adores and loves Betty Ann and can't help but support her in any way I possibly can. And so we serve a lot of people. It's, it's, um, it's a great organization. So we were sold out for that class. We had wonderful Excellent. sponsorship. Excellent. Yeah, it was wonderful. It was wonderful. And so the next class is going to be at the south end, farther south end of South Florida to reach out to that community where I know a lot of people. And Zen Mystery is just such a neat place. They do everything from open mic night to movie night to different types of musical um, events. And a colleague of mine also does a, um, how does she call it? I think she calls it a sound bath. A lot of people are referring to it that way. She's been offering these. Um, yes, it's, it's using different types of musical instruments to help the energy field clear and balance. Everything from the big gongs to crystal bowls to all different types of musical instruments. So people can lie down and, and have that energy or the vibration of these sounds to help clear their energy field. It's really quite lovely. And um, Sherry Kaplan is the name of the person that offers it. And she just recently started offering them at Zen Mystery. She's been at different places in that part of South Florida. So um, I'm excited that she found her home there for now. Dennis is the proprietor and is a very wise, gentle man. Um, he and his wife, Lena, are just, they're just sweet people. And it's a vegan cafe. And when I tell you their food is delicious, if you're not vegan, it would still taste delicious to you. It's amazing. That's awesome. That's great. Yeah, it really is. I wish that they were closer to me so that I could um, hang out more often. But they're, they're a good hour plus drive for me. And uh, so it's not something that I would do on a regular basis, but it's such a sweet space. So I'm excited to be offering it there. It's going to be August 17th from three in the afternoon until six. And, um, and then we'll, we'll be inviting everyone to a beautiful one day event that's coming up the beginning of September. And once I finalize the location, which I'm doing uh, at the beginning of this week, then I can announce it on the show. Don't feel it's really fair to do that if I haven't finalized it with the space, but it's a beautiful space. And I'm going to be offering kind of a deeper dive into the Ho'oponopono process to make it more uh, personalized for each person and doing a lot of wonderful inner child work uh, with that one-day workshop. So I'm real excited. It should be very lovely. And Well, I hope you have a sellout for that as well. That would be great. Thank you. Thank you. I'm looking forward to it myself. We're we're I'm gonna go, we're moving I'm gonna forward. I'm going to go back and I'm going to go back and see if I can reach out to Marvin again. Hang in. Okay. All righty. And while you do that, yeah, while RJ's doing that, hopefully we can connect with Melvin. I'm also looking forward to speaking at the Business Acceleration Summit at Sea. For those of you that are entrepreneurs, this is a must-attend event. It's coming up in October. The amount of knowledge that is shared by the presenters, uh, some are experiential, some are more didactic, in a, um, in a wonderful uh, cruise environment, it's just fabulous. I was a presenter at last year's, and we just had so much fun. So it was, and I learned a tremendous amount that I've shared with people since then. So I'm very much looking forward to having my, my working vacation on the water, being able to listen to the ocean every night, being able to see it every day and hear it at night. And oh, just such a joy. Anyway. All right, RJ, were you able to get um, a hold of Melvin? Did that work? No, the line is dead now, so. Oh, all right. Well, hopefully Melvin will try again another time. 
Well, then I think that we will just bring our show to a close unless there's something that you have a question about or that you want to share about. No, I'll uh, I'll leave that for another day. <laughs> Okie dokie. Okie dokie. Sounds like a plan. Well, right. thank you for being here tonight, RJ. Always a joy to have your presence here with us. Thank you. Thank you. All right, sweetie. All right, so... Thank you to everyone that joined us tonight. We're going to complete our time together with a conscious heart connection, little meditation, a short one. And then we will call it a night and wish you all a wonderful evening. So if you will, as long as you are not driving or handling heavy machinery, right? Go ahead and close your eyes. Relax your belly muscles, uncross your ankles and knees, make sure your arms are uncrossed, and begin to breathe. And as you breathe, allow that focus for your breath to be into and out of your heart center. Breathing into and out of the heart center does so many amazingly positive things. It raises your vibration. It helps you to clear energy that doesn't serve you because it raises your vibration. It's breath of life, so it is life-affirming. And as it raises your vibration, you feel lighter more joyful, more peaceful, and more centered. And from that place of feeling centered, it's so much easier to then be present with yourself, be aware of what you're experiencing, what you're thinking, what you're feeling, and make conscious choices about how you choose to be in that experience, in that moment. So as you breathe into and out of your heart center, just notice how that feels for you. Sometimes it brings up some discomfort in the heart area. The heart center is in the middle of the chest. It is connected to the heart organ, but it is in the center of the chest, whereas we all know that the heart organ is a bit to the left of center. They're very connected. And sometimes when we breathe into the heart center, we have the awareness of where we're holding some dense energy that has to do with how we experience love. Perhaps it's an old experience that's painful to us. Either way, the more we breathe into the area that's of discomfort, the more it will shift. And once it shifts, just continue to breathe into that area and out of it. And enjoy the lightness of being that can come from breathing into this part of who you are. For those of you that like the left-brained understanding of why breathing into and out of the heart center is beneficial, I invite you to connect with the HeartMath Institute's website at HeartMath, that's M-A-T-H, H-E-A-R-T-M-A-T-H dot org, HeartMath dot org. There's research articles, literature, all sorts of videos and wonderful explanations as well as tools to assist you in being more consciously connected to your heart. So much benefit. We seek love, do we not? We seek it from outside of ourselves. The love we seek is within. It has been an integral part of each of us since we took our first breath. 
and our soul essence breathed itself into our cells. And it will remain connected to us until we take our last breath and we transform back to spirit or whatever you believe comes next. Energy is neither created nor destroyed based on quantum physics. It only changes form, as do we all. But while we're here, we are always connected to love. We just lose our conscious connection to it. So as you breathe into and out of your heart center, you are consciously connecting to love, to your soul essence, to your wisdom, to your intuition, to all that is sacred and holy. And that's you. So when you breathe into and out of your heart, just imagine the color of love, if you would like, and see it in every cell in your body. So that as you breathe in and out of your heart, that light just gets brighter and brighter. Until you see every cell in your body from head to toe filled and vibrant with this light of love. Every cell of skin, hair, toenails, fingernails. And it expands through the skin and makes a bubble of love light all around you. So that every time you breathe in and out, you're literally creating a flow of love light that emanates from you in all directions. A gift of love to everyone and anything that is in its path. So let's send some down to Mother Earth, shall we? A gift to her, a thank you for all that she does to support us on this human journey. And if you can imagine that that love light just finds its way to the center of the earth. And as soon as it does, it expands and fills the entire earth from the core out. A gift of love to everyone that dwells within Mother Earth. And it gently comes through the surface of the planet where we live. A gift of love to all of us who dwell upon her. And nothing blocks the flow of love and so it keeps going into our atmosphere a gift of love to all who dwell above her and it keeps on going out into the universe truly a gift to everyone back to the beginning of all that is to the one heart of love or whatever you call it And what we know is that what we send out comes back to us multiplied. And it's almost instantaneous. So breathe in that love that you just gifted. And know that there is a never-ending supply of love. No matter what the world looks like, no matter how it feels, there is a never-ending supply of love for all of us. I promise. So I want to say thank you to all of our callers who called in tonight. And if you're listening to this replay and you missed your opportunity for a live call, join us here again next Sunday and every Sunday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time. I'm Eileen, the Heart Healer. It has been my absolute joy and pleasure to be here with you tonight. And I wish you a wonderful week, sending you out blessings of love and gratitude. And I wish you a wonderful good night. Plan now to tune in to the Heart Healer Radio Network at 7 p.m. Eastern on Sunday night for Live with Eileen Gottlieb, the Heart Healer. 
Eileen brings her passion for guiding and supporting you toward a loving relationship with yourself and will offer insights and heart-centered wisdom to help you with personal and professional struggles and issues. From vibrant health to financial abundance to joy-filled service, your journey can begin with Live with Eileen Gottlieb, Sunday night at 7 Eastern on the Heart Healer Radio Network. 